Hi, I'm Josh. Hi, I'm Mikey. This is a podcast about racing. Sometimes we talk about racing. And sometimes we don't. This is the crossover. I I had an incident uh, yesterday. Did Did you blow a seal? Sort of. I slept wrong or I moved wrong or something. Mm-hmm. And so from my right knee up to my right shank on my butt. I hate that word. <laughs> um, it's it's painful. Okay. To sit any certain way. Okay. So I'm, I'm moving around. I'm extra fidgety. I couldn't sleep proper last night. Right. And so that's been just my huge pain in the butt all yeah. day. No pun intended. Well, literally. Literally. Oh, fuck. So... If you hear me moving around and shuffling around over here, that's what's yeah. going on. Um, uh, so welcome to the crossover. Hi. Brought to you by uh, Jim's Outlaws. That's right. Um, shout out to Jim's Outlaws. I hope he's feeling better. Uh, Friday show. Um, we'll start with uh, the rule one shot. Today's rule one shot. Uh, as always now, mm-hmm. brought to you by our friends at Moondrops Distillery, Fort mm. Hill, Indiana. Uh, we are going with the bourbon again because it's fucking delicious. And I can't get the lemon shake up out of my wife's hands long enough yeah. to get it to the studio. We have to talk about a couple of things. So cheers. Cheers. Boom. Mm. So delicious. Speaking of studio. Yes. Next week. Oh, really? We're building the studio <laughs> next week. Now, it's going to be important to keep expectations low. Sure. Because the crew that I got coming mm-hmm. is putting up walls. And saying thank you very much for walking away. Right. That's right. So decorating, so literally like trimming, painting, all that stuff's going to be on us. So it's going to happen as fast as I can make it happen. Okay. It's going to look incomplete for a while. That's fine. I am debating whether or not to get it wired up right away so we can start using it right away and then decorate it as I can, mm-hmm. or wait to wire stuff up until it's decorated. I'm really struggling with this one because I want to use the studio. Right. We're building it. I want to use it. Right. Um. We've promised probably half a dozen people yeah. as soon as the studio is built. We'll You're have coming it. over. Yep. You know, we talked about, uh, I think Jesse was the first person we invited. But I also right. think that once he found out where we live. Yeah, he's like, no. Yeah, I'm going to have to pass. Especially now that gas is 14 30000 Bajillion dollars. Bajillion dollars. By the time this airs, it'll probably be $27 a gallon. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So... We'll see, but I'm super excited. It will. The walls will be up, and right. there will be a door. Nice. This time next week, or no, a week from Friday, a week from Friday. Still. Um. So the race is tomorrow. I'm, yeah. So I mentioned this on the last show. If you listen to it, um, I won't be at the track, but <sighs> we do have to talk about what's going on at the track. So they're going to do Legends and Street Stocks Factory Front Wheel Drive. I believe Wes is racing. I think okay. that's what he told us. Um, and then they're also doing the six, the age six and seven bike race, which I know is your favorite division. I'm really excited. Um, um, super competitive. Won a thousand dollars last week. You did. Yes. You did. Well, you did the smart thing. You bet on a ton. That's right. And a ton won. Uh, well, a ton came in second. Well, okay. That's I right. I won 5,000. That's right. That's yes. right. Cause the other. <sighs> yep. Yep. You know, it's hard because, um, street gambling is illegal in, mm-hmm. in Indiana. Finding a bookie is hard enough as it is. Yeah. Finding one willing to take bets on a, that is big, a de- big wheel race. That's a deplorable individual. It's a, well, it's a niche market. I would say <laughs> it's a niche market. Yeah. Um, well, with the connections luckily, that we have. Well, well yes. I, and I was just going to say, luckily, because, um, I am a big, uh, I'm a big gambler in the, uh, bunt cake bake off mm-hmm. scene. Mm-hmm. We knew a guy. 
Yeah. And he was able to to give us some action. Was was uh, I'm I'm just thankful that Earl was uh allowed to get away from Kiwanis just long enough to And by the way, his name is not actually Earl. That's what he's asked us to call us. Yeah. Um but anyway, and the only bad news is because I um I'm so poor at predicting uh bunt cake bake bake off mm-hmm. that five grand that I won on the big wheel race, oh, no. it only covered the juice for that week. Fuck. Yeah. But hey, I didn't have to take a shot to the kidneys. So Thank God. So here's to that. Here's to that. Yeah. You know, and uh it was nice. It was nice to to be able to get out there and yeah. and experience. First of all, that. dope we- awesome weather both Perfect days. weather. Yeah. And I don't know why we didn't mention that on the last show. <laughs> it was beautiful. Um, not not a super exciting uh, race card this weekend. No. Um, you know, you look at the card and you have to wonder what else is going on. But there's a couple big things coming up. You've got the uh, USA Insulation Fireworks Night on July 9th. That's right. Uh, the good folks over there at USA Insulation, including Tim Logan, all the staff there. Really, with the exception of one person, I love all the staff at USA. And there's so one, yeah. There's one. There's one a, guy. He's a dick. Yeah, he's, just he's a, the worst. He's, I hate him. He's a dick. If you, if yeah, and especially if you call the schedule, the bad part is that's who you get. Yeah, anyway, and he's not a nice guy. He's not. Mm-mm. He's not. What's worse is he enjoys how not nice he is. It's weird, isn't he it? He Gets off. On yeah, him. he he does. It's it's insanity. Yeah. So um, we had since it's kind of a it's a potpourri show. You had some show notes. You wanted to talk about... Oh, dude. We have to have a discussion about local radio. Do I need to pour a shot? First of all, that's a DFQ. Okay. The answer is always yes. Here we go. You just... You like me being drunk. I think you like me drinking. You're pliable. You're pliable when you're drunk. I think... I think you like being... You like me being the deplorable one. (laughs) Because I'm so deplorable as it is. Can we stop for a second? (laughs) And talk about our talent. No, we're not. And I'm going to tell you why. Because you're going to talk about radio first because it's going to lead to our talent. Okay. And the changing landscape Dude. of what we want once wanted to be you, a, a professor. You sealed that fucking bottle. I can feel it in the table. You sealed that fucking bottle. Well, it's not easy to get in. Well, yeah, it's not the only thing. I know. I know. So, but, but listen, when you, have, when you have a cork the size of the one that I have, mm-hmm. you have to put some oomph in it to get it in. There have, there have been... Uh, Aren't you glad you brought that up? Well, I mean, it's not the first time we've talked about that cork, so yeah. whatever. It's fine. It's like it's like when you're desensitized to so if you violence it, and if gore. So if you hold it by the pontal, which is the bottom, and then clink at the rim. Watch this. Oh, dope. That's what's up. Again? One more time. Nice. We should, we should, have, a, we should have a clink, a clink like. <laughs> so... We should change... The uh, shout out Seamus Bell to a sound bite of of us clinking clinking these clinking glasses. moon drops glasses, um, and we have not had the how dare you in forever. I think we have no. First of all, you have to turn it up. Second of all, you hit the wrong button. I know I did. So go to the next page. I got you. I'm on it. I'm on it. How dare you? How dare how you? How dare you? Oh, so local radio. This and story it, and actually. So you you say local radio, and I'm sorry, I swear I'm going to let you tell this story. You're fine. It, it goes beyond local on some just, levels, just because of the just because of what's happening in terrestrial radio. There's which, by the way, is fucking dying. So this is this story takes place over the last three years, okay? Um, and it kind of goes to show how volatile the radio industry is. So, 
oh, I gotta get cozy because my ass won't just settle. <laughs> so back in 2019, I was three years out of radio. Yeah. I get a text from a friend of mine. Yep. Not gonna say who the friend is. You can. No. Okay. I'm just not gonna. I'm not gonna. I don't know what this. Whatever. Right. Um, about two hours before this happened, I get a text from my buddy, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Hey, dude, I was just in a meeting, and." We are swapping, and I'll say the stage names. I don't give a shit. Um, it was with Cum- well, because it happened, right? Yeah. It was with Cumulus and Cumulus switched with Entercom. So um, Cumulus, as a company, said, "Listen, we're going to trade you three stations in New York mm-hmm. for three stations in Indianapolis." Yeah. Therefore, making Cumulus the superpower with pop music and all the and mm-hmm. sports talk and all that mm-hmm. other shit. Mm-hmm. Um. And he sa- he sent me that text to, he goes, listen, this is embargoed, but this is going to happen. Yeah. And he sent that to me two hours before it did. And about 15 minutes before they made the announcement, I sent a very vague text to a friend of mine, a different Michael. Uh-huh. And I said, I said, hey, something big in Indy's about to happen. That's all I'm going to tell you. And then 15 minutes later, I get a text from the other Michael. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck. Yeah. You know. So, so that happened in 2019. That is when Cumulus acquired ZPL, whatever, those yeah, stations. Yeah. Um, and effectively, like I said, became the power pop house of. Yep. So the, the, history, um, the history of Indianapolis radio, especially between MS, uh, MS Communication mm-hmm. and, Ra- and Urban One. Yeah. Um, back in the late 90s, early 2000s, MS had Radio Now, 93.1, mm-hmm. which is now WIBC. Yep. Um, they sold the rights to Urban One mm-hmm. for radio. Now they switched it to 109 WNOU. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. The process of that was really simple. Urban One paid MS X amount of money. Yeah. And then uh, one day, an MS employee walked out with a brown bag. Shit you not. This is the story. Walked out with a brown bag. It had the hard drive and everything in there. A van pulled up. The door slid open. They put the brown bag in the van, closed the door, and the van drove to Urban wow. One. That's the story everybody says. Got it. Now, is that true? Got maybe. It. Maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> um, but and, and by the way, if you're if you're not aware, right. MS Communications here in Indianapolis, it's at, huge. Least, at least until a week ago, right, was B105. Yeah. Uh, Hank FM. Yep. The fan. Yep. Um, and WIBC. Yeah, 93, yep. 93 yep. And, and Network Indiana, which is a weird... If and I they made a magazine at one point, too. Well, yeah, and I think Network Indiana is a weird kind of affiliate where even, like, independent stations can carry mm-hmm. some of Network Indiana's right. content. It's like it's like when... So Bob and Tom is a Cumulus product, but Bob and Tom airs on clear uh, channel stations. Another reason to hate Cumulus. <laughs> so. And I know, listen, I know that's going to... But I grew up in Chicago. Right. right. We did not like Bob and Tom. Yeah, I got and you. And even now that I'm a Hoosier, and you know I'm pretty well a Hoosier through and through. 100%. If you cut deep enough, you'll find the four stars of Chicago in me. Of course. However, I don't go back there. No. I identify as being from Chicago when when people ask me, where, where are you from? You, I'm a Hoosier. Right. I still cannot stand Bob and Tom. You're, you're Chicago on, really majorly Chicago on, on food. Food, yes. That's yeah. a, that's a also, big thing. And I also believe the radio scene in Chicago is cooler. And I think you would agree because it's the number three market but in it's, the country. But I was going to say, like, you can't compare Indianapolis no, no, to Chicago. No, that's like, no. 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 So, so Urban One um, bought these three, supposedly has bought the, have bought these three MS stations. Yeah. Now, the question is, uh, obviously, my question is, who's moving? Right. I'm assuming that Urban One is moving because MS has all of that landscape right. in there. Right. Or... Maybe they're just waiting it out. I don't know. 
Right. You know, there's one guy. And sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. So, um, so then it leaked how much money Urban One paid for those. Oh, stations. I didn't see that. I'm a part of a Facebook group. Okay. And I saved. I actually sent. I actually sent it to my buddy who told me and in 2019. This is a fairly reliable source. 100. percent Okay. This guy is deep in in both Urban One okay. and MS. Okay. Um. So Urban One has revealed, they revealed it. Oh, okay. Has revealed the price they are paying for the indie MS stations, which is IBC, X, yeah. YXB, X, yeah. uh, LHK, and the fan. Um, station prices have fallen in the last few years. No shit. The two owners sold, the two owners of Radi- Urban One sold mm-hmm. um, uh, 96.3, 100.9, and 106.7, all lower powered stations to Urban One for $40 million in 2000, which is like $68 million today. Yeah. Um, the MyStar Communication, who owned who owned ZPL, TPI, XNT before Entercom, mm-hmm. uh, sold them to Entercom for seventy three million in two thousand and four, which is one hundred and thirteen million today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh, and then there was the two thousand nineteen Cumulus acquisition ZPL NTR, uh, which was uh, no cash, just station swap. Yeah. How much do you think Urban One paid for these for these four stations? These four massive stations. Um. Because because IBC has been a powerhouse, even though it's on not on ten seventy. Okay, so to be clear, it's five stations. Sorry, five plus, stations plus a syndicate na- uh, network. If I had to guess, twelve million. Twenty five. Okay. Um, I way undershot. You did because I didn't, did. didn't want to be wrong. No, but no, but I, it's, in my opinion, twelve to fifteen is the real value. Right. It 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 makes me question what Urban One's plan is. There must be this. This number makes me think that it's. They're moving in. I yes, yep. that's my yep. thinking. Yep. Um, now I think they want to be the next, not K Love. What's the what was the national network that eventually? I don't think it folded, but they had affiliates in every. Oh fuck! It it wasn't. You K-Love. are you are. Um, uh, remember Delilah? No. You remember Delilah? No. She would come on in the evening and on B well B one zero five seven. Yeah. Talk about your love and romance problems no, and then no, play. I didn't, no, I didn't. And then play a song that totally didn't match up. Um, do you? I, well, I remember like Loveline. Miss Delilah, Loveline? I'm so uh, Miss Delilah. My grandma died. Oh no! And then she plays Celebrate you, by Cool in the Gang. Do you guys have um, Loveline here? What the fuck is Loveline? Loveline, you don't. The only reason you know who Doctor Drew is, yeah. is because of Loveline. Was the it? only reason you know who Adam Carolla is is because of really. Loveline. Well, I knew. I thought Adam Carolla was on the Man Show. Well, he was on Loveline way before that. Really? Yes, it was, an, it was syndicated on Westwood One Radio. It's the only reason I will dig up the autograph Dude. I have of them. But it was a it was a sex advice line. Nice. Or talk show. It aired late at night, okay. and, it, and it was Westwood One affiliates. I've got to tell you, man. Um, I've got stories about Westwood One, too. Cumulus <laughs> bought a bunch of whole Westwood One yeah. stations. out in the, These are the Westwood One stations in the middle of fuck nowhere. Yeah. You know, so it's like... You know, uh, whatever Oklahoma, and then like the guys on on FMS would yeah. have to track for these smaller stations. Yeah, during their shift. Yeah, and they weren't getting paid yeah, extra. Yeah, I was gonna say weren't getting. A Fuck no. Extra. See, so for those that, and we're we're off in the weeds. We, whatever, we got, it like, doesn't matter. We've got twelve people listening now. It does whatever. And radio, if if you if some if you pick up a sponsor at a station, yeah, and they they ask for a specific on air personality mm-hmm. to read their copy. Most of your most of your sponsorship deals or commercial deals are here's the copy we want read. Right. We want on air personality. We don't give a shit who reads it. Yep. However, someone really likes what Mikey does, likes his voice, likes the timber of his whatever. It doesn't matter. We are paying you to make sure he reads it. Well, Mikey gets a piece of that. Right. That's traditional radio. 
these bigger companies don't give a fuck. They, they look don't at fuck you around. And they say, we pay you a salary. Yeah. Suck it. You, you do what we tell you to do. <laughs> yeah. And at the end of the day, there's really, you cannot, because the marketplace is shrinking, mm-hmm. there's fuck all you can do about it. Yeah. You can either do what we do, which is have a podcast and hope maybe something comes of it. Right. Or you read that fucking copy like you're told to. And the next thing you know, you're half of somebody in kind of a mid-level market. And now your ads are playing in Paducah, Kentucky. Right. And we don't give a fuck that you're not seeing any money from that. Yeah. Um, which is why what you saw, now they're, a lot of my peers from the time, and I'm betting yours did too, they're doing voiceover work now. Yeah. They're doing like Fiverr-type gigs. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to give me the copy, I will read it, you'll pay me, and then and then we'll be done. Yeah. And then they host podcasts on the side and shit. Which, by the way, is a really cool way to connect with people who who you you know, who you know grew up listening to. Yeah. Um, it's a weird way to do it, but... The cameo is kind of the same thing. Yeah. Too. Yeah, but cameo gets kind of sad sometimes. Though. It's it really does. Like there's a few on there. You bringing it up? There's a no. few. Oh, I was gonna say. No, I'm still looking for. There's a few on there. iHeartRadio. Like, oh, iHeartRadio yeah. is what I was thinking. It's of. still around. It's a it's a subsidiary of Clear, and in fact, iHeart became well, iHeart enveloped Clear. iHeartRadio. Yeah. So. And basically, they, they have said, an app and everything. So iHeart too. was like Hank. Hank FM, yep. they established Or Jack the FM. Jack FM was the same. Yeah. Jack sucked. Oh, dude. And and I don't know if you... Well, maybe you did because you were in the industry. They paid their talent nothing. Yeah. Nothing. As a matter of fact, most of them were encouraged to find their own, like, sponsorships and spokesmanship mm-hmm. and stuff like I'll that. T- I'll tell you. So, 104.5, be- before it became what it is now, was a Jack station. Okay. I was a... I was old enough to drive, and me and my buddies, uh, after youth group, would mm-hmm. go to Steak and Shake, and then after that, we would dick off and make prank calls to Jack hey, FM. Another quick show note: we need to talk about shit, Steak and Shake. Gotcha. Okay. Right. Um, so, so, so I would call Jack FM as um, as a uh, a lesbian trans woman Helga, <laughs> right? You know, and it'd be a really bad German back accent. When that, back when that wasn't offensive. Yeah. And then, so it's years later. It's uh-huh. like 2013 when I'm working at the station. Uh-huh. And uh, I walk in, and I'm, I'm working and working. And a guy who's been there for years, who's, who's a producer for 104.5, yeah. walks up, and he, he goes, um, he goes, hey, I got a question. And I said, yes. And he goes, did you by chance... Uh, call in to Jack FM back in like the early 2000s mm-hmm. uh, and pretend to be uh, pretend to be a woman named Helga. <sighs> boy, oh boy. Did I? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, uh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, do you have audio of that? And he goes, the nineties were an interesting time. Right. He goes, he goes, I do have audio. Would you like to step into my office and take a listen? <laughs> and I heard every fucking call that I made wow. to Jack FM back in high school. I've got the audio file somewhere. I'll yeah. find it. If I find it, I'll bring it in. There's um so a guy that I worked with in in broadcast school. Yeah. So and I've got to find the tape because I came up with a character called Dumpster the Clown. Yes. And it was probably it's some of the funniest I work I've ever done. I love character work too. It's some of the funniest shit I've ever yeah. done. And um I'd love to get my hands on it just because, first of all, it's early radio. When yeah. you when you hear your old air check tapes, mm-hmm. it's like, ugh, you thought you were going to beat the fucking world <laughs> back then. 
You didn't know. You didn't know the world was just waiting yeah. for you. They had seen millions just like I'll you. I'll listen. I'll listen to mine, and I'll be like, "Oh my god, what is wrong with you? Yeah. What are you trying it's to like?" Every you? everybody and their brothers trying to be Howard Stern or fucking Man Cow. Did, did you guys get Man Cow? If you're familiar with Man Cow, okay. familiar with Stern. Um. Well, everybody knows Stern, of course. But you had strippers do math either, on E. You either. You either. For the Midwest markets, you either had man. Everyone had Stern. Everyone had Stern. But you either had man cow, and this was so for a period of like eight years. You either had man cow or you had Bob and Tom. Right. And if man cow got kicked off of some station or whatever, within like three days, they had a contract with Bob and Tom. Yeah. And I cannot tell you <laughs> how horrible Bob and Tom. They, they lasted like 90 days in Chicago. Really? Yes. That's funny. Yes. That's funny. Um, I don't. So what's and you know fun? who replaced them? Who Stern? Yeah, I'm not surprised. That's how we got Stern. Are you kidding me? That doesn't surprise me. What station was that? Um, it was, was that the zoo? No, it was, there was they didn't. We didn't have a zoo. Okay. Um, it was uh, 97.9 W. No, no, no. I'm sorry. It was 105.9 WCKG. The package. Okay. It wasn't called the package at the time. <laughs> Um, the river, the wolf. Then, well, the river was, I believe, still ninety three one. Dude, I can go through all of these. B ninety six, the killer B. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you something. B ninety five. I love the names of station. Yeah. Like what? What mascot they choose? Um, Q one hundred one, Chicago's alternative. Rock mm-hmm. uh, Rock one hundred three five, mm-hmm. uh, which is where Mancow was for a while. Yeah. Um. The uh, the, the big one still kind of rocky is ninety seven nine the loop. Yeah. That's where like Jonathan Brandmeier and um. Other people, <laughs> it's been a long people, time. people who you don't fucking remember. Yeah. Um. For me, it's like looking at stations in not in Indianapolis, not in Chicago. Yeah. And they use like why? Why do they call it the river? Why do they call it the wolf? Like right. I, I don't get that. Yeah. Well, I'm still kind of concerned, c- confused as to why we called it the bear in the '90s. You what know, was what was the call letters? Ninety three, no, no ninety three nine WGLD nine no one zero four five WGLD. And it wasn't like bear. It Got didn't it. spell bear yeah. out. It just. Well, and I mean, back in the day, like the the one of the biggest radio stations, not just in the country, but in Chicago for a while anyway, was WGN. Actually, you know, I can look it up. And uh, WGN literally stood for uh, World's Greatest Newspaper because at the time, for a very long time, WGN and the Chicago... Was just a newspaper? No. Oh. WGN and the Chicago Tribune were owned by the same company. It was Tribune Company. Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, they also, for a very long time, also owned the Cubs. Oh, which really? Is why, yes. Which is why the Cubs were always... Covered on WGN. Now, this has since changed. Right. But, uh, yeah, the, the Chicago market has been through a lot of tumult. I'm telling like every, you. Every radio market. You know, one guy that we need to have on is a guy named Don Caristi. Okay. He's. Uh, Are you tight with him? No, I'm not. I barely know him, but I've read a couple of quotes from him and stuff like that, and I've, I've dug into him. He is uh, he's a, a professor or professor emeritus from Ball State oh. in their media department. Fuck it. And, um, but... It's never really meshed with what we do. Right. It's just like we would nerd out. That's why. 104.5 was WGRL, the bear. So growl. Yeah, growl. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Wow. That's a that's a nerdy thing, man. That was before 104 became a golden, golden oldies 104, gold 104.5. Uh, yeah, and the old oldie station in uh, Chicago for years was 104.3. Dude. I was, so I see stuff like when it became the beat, which is, I'm sorry. No, no. How long will it be? I'm guessing 15 years before frequency numbers mm-hmm. to anyone younger than you will mean nothing. 10. Like, what does that mean? 10 years. You think? 10 years. Okay. 10 years. I think terrestrial radio, people can listen to whatever they want whenever they want. Yep. 
<laughs> You're not <laughs> bound to the Earth's radio waves. I'll anymore. tell you, I've not listened regularly to terrestrial radio. Yeah. Since I left Radio in 16. Yeah. I mean, even w- like when I listen to radio, like radio, like happening mm-hmm. live radio, mm-hmm. it's all satellite. And real talk, when I was sitting it's in the studio satellite. and I was working and I was working on my overnights, mm-hmm. I wasn't even listening to the radio then. Yeah. Like I listen, had, man, I had you, the station on. If you got a good PD. Right. You don't have to listen to shit. You can Dude, just watch your clock. I literally, so with the way my setup was, I had a table that I shared with. Uh, with one of the morning show people. And I just had there, I put my computer down. I had my massive external hard drive yeah. with all of my yep. movies. Yep. Um, in front of me was, we. Uh, I call it the light board. Mm-hmm. And the light board would say if a station was down, yeah. it would say X station yeah. um, and what's going on with it. Yeah. So. Um, okay, so back up. We need to explain what that means. So there are some frequencies and some licenses that are only allowed to broadcast during the day. Right. In addition to that, in every broadcast in every radio broadcast room where there's a microphone and the ability to broadcast you need to be able to you are required by federal law right to do one thing check that the lights on the tower are functioning so this is and if you cannot see the tower okay but if you cannot see the tower there needs to be a button you can press that will show you whether or not the lights are functioning so um i'll tell you uh, the the radio station itself. My job was to make sure that the air was playing, Got and it, it literally listened to noise. So on super quiet songs, uh-huh. or if some dumbass didn't cut it right, right, there would be moments of silence, and I would get, oh my god, it was literally like the sky was falling. <laughs> uh, the there were two massive lights like that that would go mm-hmm. off, and then it would say such and such station off air, and I'm Got like motherfucker. So I had a policy. That when that would go off, I would wait 15 seconds. Wow. 15 seconds. Yeah. And then if it was still on in 15 seconds, I would call my I would call my engineer yeah. and be like, Nick, bro, I know it's 235 on a Tuesday yep. morning. Yep. What the fuck is happening? Yeah. And he'd <laughs> come in and Nick was he was my age, but he was curmudgeoning as fuck. Yeah. So like must have been a smaller group if you didn't have an engineer on at all. Times. No, it was it was I mean, I would say that the on air staff was mm-hmm. maybe maybe 15 the total so of everything the last the last station that i worked for before i got into national syndication mm-hmm. where i was just doing production work mm-hmm. um was a was a daytime runner yeah it was uh am 1530 uh out of uh uh side sure maybe we claimed so there's I, so many fucking so when you do your legal id yeah. you have to say that the name of the city that the transmitter's in. Right. But then you can say whatever else you want. So because the owner wanted to claim he was a Chicago station, literally the legal ID was, you're listening to AM 1530 WJJG, Berkeley, Chicago. Wow. We weren't broadcasting no, in Chicago. No. We reached Chicago. Right, sure. But we were broadcasting from Berkeley, Illinois. So with FMS, their station, their tower is either in Greenfield mm-hmm. or it's in um, Noblesville. I don't know which one yeah. it is, but one of those two. I think ZPL might be in Noblesville. Okay. But but I you always hear, you know, 95.5 WFMS, Greenfield, you know, yeah. whatever. So, um, but One of the coolest things, though, was, I mean, it was my very first job in radio. Uh, I would get to, it was Sunday morning. Yeah. I would get there at 5.45, and I would watch the clock because I had my, I had my sunrise schedule right sure. there in front of me. Turn on the transmitter, check the tower lights, mm-hmm. get good signal from the tower lights, do your legal, 
start a song or start whatever. Uh, go to Uplink because you're going to run whatever, like, uh, fight back with David Berkowitz whatever, whatever or whatever bullshit. Yeah, they for the first you. 30 minutes. Yep. And then Sunday morning was all about contract work. So people could could buy radio time, yep. come in, sit down, talk about their product. Dude, weekends. And all I did was produce. Weekends were easy because yeah. it was literally, it was, all I had to do was, I, I would check each station maybe three times. Yeah. Uh, because I would eliminate all the, the stops. Yeah. Because there weren't very many commercials. Yeah. You know? Um, so Especially overnight. We had, oh my God, dude. We had two things that had to air. Those were the big 30-minute, um, like, Count, infomercial. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, that were pre-bought. Yeah, yep, yep. Um, and it was always the same ones. Yeah. Like, it never yeah. changed. So, I knew, like, I would walk in at, like, half, like, at 35 when I knew it was running. Yeah. The second one was running. Yeah. If it was running, fuck it done yeah, yeah. you know um and so that was a really interesting job to have because i could literally do whatever the fuck i wanted to do as long as i got my job done yeah yeah but i mean you know you're competing with coast to coast am with george bell or art, right or art bell or george nori i mean now um, it's what was fun is we had some really cool we had some really dick clients that you know they were just grumpy all the time yeah. we had one it was kind of a he could he fashioned himself he called himself a pastor and it was a new age <laughs> church and he had like 25 congregants that would come in person, not to the station, oh, really? but when he would have a service. But he would get hundreds of calls for life advice. Oh, no. And he would talk about chakras and your your Venus is ascending into your Uranus or whatever. And, I, and I, let me tell you, man, he was the nicest guy. Would tell you, if he could catch a whiff of you being like having a good bullshit detector, he'd tell you straight up, I don't believe any of this shit. Wow. I like, but you know, it's fun to come on the radio and talk about it. I was like, I, and he, he will tell you, I've never asked for a penny in my entire life, but it has paid my bills since I started doing it. Holy fuck. And I'm like, wow. I mean, that's like, I is wish, he accepting money from people I, or is oh, he getting? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, a lot of the shit. He made enough money to pay for airtime to host an advice show. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he would. You know, and and the way he would get around, the, what he would do is like, hey, if you're uncomfortable uh, uh, talking about this on the air, you can always send me a note at PO Box, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Bellwood, Illinois, or whatever. Loaded every week. So now he now there's an address, and he was a very and he made people feel good, of course, about how fucked up their lives were. Huh. He so you can argue the man was providing a service, right? But the but he would tell you, oh yeah, no, I don't believe anything I'm saying. Oh my god, dude, that's rough. Yeah, I just I think that when people give advice, it's a lot. I of wish really, I could remember his name. I wish I I, I think when, when people give advice, it's very common sense shit. Yeah. But we don't think about that in the moment because we are freaking out about something and we ask we're asking for advice. Yeah, but I think a lot of advice is just common sense shit. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about rules. And your uh, your uh, your uh, issue uh, with uh, people. So, I am. So we live in a subdivision. We do, and it has a quote. It, well, it has. It's not a public pool. It's a subdivision no, right. pool. But for the people that live here, it's a public pool. You know what's wrong with public pools? People. The public. Yeah, I fucking hate the people. public. Shows up. I fucking hate people. I am, and it's it's not a big pool. It's not a small pool. Sure. It's a respectable sized pool sure. for. The other issues that we hear we have here in the subdivision, and it's maintained, but you get a sixteen or seventeen year lifeguard that will like save your life if, if they if he or she has to, right? But enforces zero other rules. I am 
and my 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 daughter's the same way. My son is not. I'm a rule follower, and when I say I'm a rule follower, I'm a rule follower most of the time. Now, again, we all draw the line of morality sure. right underneath what we will do. Um, I follow the rules when they are established to not to not hinder anyone else's enjoyment of something because mm-hmm. it it aggravates the piss out of me yeah. because it's so inconsiderate. One of the rules, and we ended up we end up leaving the pool eventually because it just becomes annoying. No float, no other than safety, no floaties, no pool toys, no giant rafts, no ball throwing. Oh no. When you go to the pool and you play catch, yeah. The zone between the people playing catch, no one can go in it. Right. And I know hit. that because my kids have been hit twice now. Dude. And it's not kids doing it. It's parents playing catch with their kids. And I listen, for those that are still listening, I understand how big a Karen I sound like right now. Not that bad. But the rules are there to make sure that everyone can enjoy that pool equally. Mm-hmm. We all have equal access to it. And you will see eventually a giant zone of emptiness will appear between these idiots throwing a football in a pool. <laughs> and what pisses me off is so they don't have to expel any effort, they stay in the areas where they can stand, which means they're in the fucking shallow end where kids are supposed to be. Right. Like, grow the fuck up. Yeah. On top of that. Don't drink at the pool. Oh, no. Are people bringing alcohol to the pool? Oh, 100%. Fuck. 100%. We had some of the, I don't know another word for trashy, so I'm just going to say trashy is people literally chilling right by the stairs where the kids walk in and out, sipping on a fucking Truly, literally eating McDonald's nuggets in the pool. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, The saddest, stretchiest tattoos you've ever seen. Ooh. You know, one of them literally tattooed right on the ribs. It says it's one of those it's one of those tattoos that can be read differently if your fat folds over or if you stretch out. So it says love you if you lean right, but if you stretch it says fuck you. Wow. Like, there's there's like there's kids. There's kids. And like I'm God. way more sensitive to this now because I'm because I'm in education because sure. I work with kids. Um although I will tell you one thing, I discovered I've never really, I've always thought, talking to the teachers that I work with, hey, listen, I get that you don't live in the district you teach in because it gets awkward every now and then, but seriously, how bad could it possibly be until I went to the public pool where all of my kids swim? Yep. And I'm right back in fucking junior high, like, no, I don't want to take off my shirt. There's a bunch of people here that know me. Fuck no. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I'm not really that attractive. <laughs> Because I'm fat, and I don't want my kids to know I'm fat. Yeah, I get that. But it, it was a thrill for them to see me. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God, Mr. L's here. And then, you know, they want to play Splashy, Splashy Run and stuff like that. <laughs> but then some a group of idiots will come in. That you know it's bad when six or seven people show up, like two or three adults, and then the rest kids pulling a fucking radio flyer wagon <laughs> with a cooler and a fucking Bluetooth radio and toys it's like no this is not your private pool right that's and funny the 16 or 17 year old lifeguard what is what are they supposed to do right um you know for what we pay and especially because we pay for pl- public safety someone should come in and say hey knock that off 
or hey, I your 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 can koozie is not hiding the PBR logo. Right. You know, I can tell you're drinking. If you're going to be a dick about this, you're going to have to leave. Get the fuck out. Yeah. But we try and go when it's not busy, and we just, we deal with it. Did you reach out to Hancock Wellness? No. The Wellness Center? No. No. Okay. No. They, no, they don't have, like, an open swim or anything. That, oh, I didn't that, know that. No, that one, that that's, like, that's, yeah, it's clear they don't. I didn't know that. I just. Uh, it's for therapy and exercise only. It's really, uh, it's a nice pool. It's also and it's, really and hot. It's, and for, yes, because it's a therapy pool. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, and for a family, it's not, it's co- extremely cost prohibitive. Yeah. You like. Know, I think it's 100 bucks a month. Ouch. Yeah. For a whole family, that's insane. For. Um, the why is just as bad. I'm I, Listen, I don't doubt it. And I cannot stand that, and I'm not going to say which one, because I'm not going to shit on anybody, but you've got the play area. Yeah, and then you've got the Olympic pool, which eventually, which sometimes has open swim. First of all, way overchlorinated. Yeah, fucks up my skin. Overchlorinated. Mm-hmm. The lap pool is iceberg cold. Yeah, when I, like it take your breath away cold, even on a hot day. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about the outdoor? No, the indoor. Oh, okay. I didn't know they had an outdoor. They do. Okay, they do. If we're thinking about the same place, what they do? The one over there by uh, where they're doing all the con- underpass construction. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They I do. didn't know they had. An At least they did. Okay. I don't know. Maybe they got rid of it, but you know, I uh, I've not been there for almost a year. So. Oh, okay. I thought you went there pretty regularly. No, I I go to Hancock Wellness, um, and it's it's a cool pool. I like it. I mean, for for me, it works. Yeah. For me, it works. See if you can get me a day pass. Yeah, you can actually. I think you can just come with me. Okay. Um, I can I can get you. I'm sure I can get you a day pass. No okay. problem. I've okay. got I've got some connections. Okay, fair enough. I know people. All right. Well, I I mean I know people too. That's the lady the lady at the front desk, Miss Heather. She she uh she listens to the show. Does she really? Yeah. Yeah. I got I I'm got. I'm sorry, her. Heather. Yeah. You well, know, it's fine. I got her on board, and I was like, hey, um, because like we were talking, and and I she goes, what are you doing this weekend? I said, well, um, I was thinking about going to to uh, there's I don't know if you're familiar with it. there's a short track on the southeast side. She goes, oh the speedrome. Yeah. And I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> I go, they're everywhere, man. I go, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're thinking about going this weekend. She goes, yeah, I love that place. I was like, sweet, bring your kids and your husband, and let's fucking watch a race. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'll bring Bonnie. We'll make it happen. Yeah. So, um, but they uh, they they serve like little food things there, and sometimes I'll grab one just because I'm peckish after a workout. Okay. What are they? It's like um, they serve these things. They're called pin, they're pinwheels. Well, hold on a second. They serve or they sell? Oh, they sell. Okay. Sorry, they sell. Yeah. Um, but they're they're I know pin, what pinwheels. Right. So they're pinwheels, and it's it's. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, yeah. And I've brought this up before, and I'm just wondering. Sure. You buy things. Yeah. That you can very easily make. Right. For but if super way less. Right. Money. Right. No. No. I, I get it. I do. I do. Um, but at the time, I didn't have what I needed to make it. I make those now at home. Okay. I right. make those now and at I home. And I think also that's a function of me having kids, right. too. Like, hey, no, I'm not going to buy you a fucking Uncrustables right. for $6 <laughs> right. at Connor Perry. Nah, I shouldn't yeah. say, well, whatever. It's fine. I wouldn't do that either. I bitched on the show about Connor Perry, didn't I? You okay. did. You did. That balloon ride, man, that's the... It's unreal, dude. It is unreal. <laughs> it's almost 100 bucks for the family to get in. Yep. And then another 36 to go up in the... No. No. So. And it's tethered. Yeah. Like it doesn't. Like you're not going to go anywhere. You just go up and then come back down. And then they turn on, they turn on a motor. And it pulls you right back down. Yeah, It's like, you know, look out the tarver side. It's so. (laughs) Oh, no. Who wants to come up to the captain? We're experiencing some some choppy tar. (laughs) 
Do you think we could get like five or six people to show up for an Aqua Teen Hunger Force uh, watch party? <laughs> Dude, we could. Like people that don't normally show. Like we could do it. I mean, I think Wes will pretty much show up if he's. If available, like Wes, no you know, if, if you know, yeah, I'm sure Wes will be there. I'm yeah. sure we could probably get. Um, I, t- uh, I said I talked to Tina by the way. Yeah, how's she yeah. doing? Well, I talk. I I waved at her. It's clear she's not mad at us. Okay, cool. I think she was just taking a break from Facebook. I don't blame her. I know for a fact there was a bunch of family drama going on yeah. around she had a loss in her family. Sure. But the fact... I didn't see her leave Facebook. I know she did. You saw her leave what the group What I saw was she, lost, she left our group chat. Yeah. And she was our, one of our original fans. I'm like... Maybe she's just fed up with our bullshit. I'm scared. It's possible we lost someone that way. Well, but that's different. He just, by the way, he, uh, he just... Has he messaged... No, he hasn't. But the 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 whole the the dude that started that whole argument just mm-hmm. played at Deer Creek. I know Tyler Walden, Walden, Walden Books, Walden. What the fuck's his w- name? Morgan Wallen. Morgan Wallen. I'm sorry. I'm not. Don't apologize. Actually, I'm not sorry. Like he's I don't a, he's care. a fucking tool. Yep, yep. He's because I know I'm going to get a ton of shit for going to, to going to see Dave too. <laughs> listen, and I'm going um, both nights. It has cost me a fucking fortune. I got a lot of shit for Morgan Wallen, and I said, listen, here's some video of him saying the N word, and then I I I, I posted yeah. that. Well, up. I mean, everybody knows that, right? I, I get that. Yeah. I get that. And and uh, they're like, shot. how would you blah blah blah? And I go, listen, we all say shit we don't mean. Yeah. But if you're my my concern with this, and this is going to sound so. Stupid. White. Yes. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god. Yeah. It's. Um, I know where you're going with this. So. And I agree with you. There is there is a certain image that country music seems to have. Yep. Uh, and that's that everybody is a white racist yep. piece of shit. Yep. And yelling the n word ain't yep. helping. It ain't helping. And and when when two six year olds in a trench coat says <laughs> and a Joe dirt and mask. a Joe dirt mask says that shit. Yep. And like blatantly says it, even yeah. if he's drunk, yeah, doesn't make it any better because if he's saying it when he's drunk, that means he said it when he's sober at some point. You know, I've, so I've, 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 you know, I so AH hard R doesn't fucking that. matter. I get, that. I get that. It it is. I've gone back and forth with this because I'm a drinker, right? I'm not by any means a drunk, but yeah. I drink. I enjoy having a drink. Of course, is the person I am when I'm drinking who I really am? Because that's what you're saying, and I've believed that for years, right? I don't think it's true. I don't know. I just, I feel like if you're a person of notoriety. Yes. And no matter what level of notoriety that is. So if you're in a group of people that are allowed to use that word. Sure. And you use it and they're okay with it. Then it's a different video. That's different. I think it's a different video. However. It's literally one dude yelling at another at that point. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. And yeah. But if you're not in that group of people. I am happy that I would have never found his music appealing to me anyway. Right. So it was easy to turn. It was easy for me to turn right. on him. And I, I didn't cancel him because I had never validated him. What's really funny is that everybody, like for some reason, everybody canceled, tried to cancel this dude. And he's like, he's like a fucking cockroach. You chop the head off and it's still alive. You know who's a lot like that? Who? They're, they're playing here soon. And I will not call them by their new name. Oh. The Dixie Chicks. Yeah. They were here. They were here the other night, okay, and, so and the I little boy that's the lead up. singer says that he couldn't. He couldn't um, do it. He wasn't feeling good. Yeah. So listen. Yeah. I. Uh, I hate them. They're dirty. Awful. They're, they're dirty, dirty. You want to go to the UK and say that? Uh, that, that well, you, it wasn't that. The, what got me is when they won the Grammy. Yeah. And they got up on stage, and idiot, the lead singer, <laughs> the only one honestly that is vocal. Sure. And, and it has no, it has nothing to do with the fact that she's a liberal or that she's Who the a fuck she. cares? Right. It has nothing to do with that. 
She walked up there, and I was never a fan, really. Right. And she did the Ralph Wiggum lift. To everyone who ever criticized us, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> she held it up and went, ha, ha. And I'm like, okay, so the yeah. people you're talking to are the country music fan base. Yeah. They created you. Yeah. You exist because of them. Yeah. And you'd still be playing in fucking shitty bars in Tennessee or wherever the fuck you're from. If you were lucky, from. it would be state fairs. Oh my god, county fairs. Yeah, county fuck fairs. that. That's right, county county fairs. fairs if yep. you're lucky. Yep, go fuck yourself. Yeah, and then it's, honestly, it's a bad look to go to another country and criticize the administration. <sighs> yeah, it is a purely American thing. It's a very for, non-country thing for to do. Americans to shit on America in other countries. It's what we do. And it, in all honesty, and it's you know with all the I don't know you want to say culture war or whatever it's it is a symptom of success yeah we have reached a point where we don't have to worry about anything else nope so now we're worrying about penises and vaginas <laughs> or lack thereof right. or or trading them with somebody else yep and i think the the coming recession i won't even say coming recession the recession that we are going to find out in a few weeks that we're actually in right now mm-hmm. um and gas prices and shit like that i think will give us some actual foes and maybe we can unify around something because we have not been unified around anything for a long time since 9-11 yeah it's been over 20 years i don't doubt it it's been over 20 years i don't doubt it we've been we've been divided for a very and it gets worse every very long time it gets worse every day we've had two idiot administrations in a row yeah and i know that's going to divide the room half of you are going to say oh yeah uh um and then the other half's going to say the other thing just in the reverse order. Yeah. We need a transformational, transitional yeah. candidate. We do. There is someone out there that I that I think could do it, but the DNC would never give her a chance to do it. Who is it? It ain't Hillary. I Thank can God. Who is it? Um, it is Tulsi Gabbard. Oh, I love her. Yeah, senator from Hawaii. Yeah, she's awesome. Yep. I would love to see her yep. out there. I mean, would I... I Oh, I would absolutely vote for her. I would 100% vote for her. Well, there's no Republicans I mean, listening, de- de- Well, depending on the field. If there was a bomb-ass Republican, yeah. I, am not, I am not a party voter. I right. never have been. I right. have voted for both parties. I, I want the best candidate out of the options. Right. Um, and sometimes it's been a Democrat. Sometimes it's been a Republican mm-hmm. because I am not going to be so stupid. Well, I don't want to say that because I'm, I'm not trying to insult anybody. It doesn't, whatever. But... Blind. If you think you agree 100% with everything the person you're voting for agrees with, then you're... you have not dug deep enough. No. I'm sorry. Yeah. You just haven't. Mm-hmm. And there are people that voted for Donald Trump that fucking despise him, but understand that he, that the, or, or believe that he was the best candidate at the time. Same thing with Joe Biden. What's funny is when you look at, when you look at the polls for Joe, uh, um, people that will admit that they voted for Joe Biden mm-hmm. and whether or not they want him to run again, it's like under fifty percent. Yeah, dude, it's under fifty percent. I remember it's a it's abysmal. I remember when Reagan ran, mm-hmm. and the knock on him was he was too old. Right, he was sixty nine. <laughs> he was sixty nine. Right, Joe Biden's going to be eighty this year. I know, I know. He's he's a um. Donald Trump is in his seventies. Yeah, is this the best we can come up with? Why is it? I've I already know for a fact there's not going to be a Gen X president. I know that because it's not something that Gen Xers want. Mm-hmm. It's not in in our makeup. In the next but, two years, I mean, millennials are now of the age where they can start running. 
unfortunately. Sorry. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're mm-hmm. actually, yep, yep. Because you're, so you're. Because in 2024, I could run for president if I wanted to. I thought it was 35. I think you can run now. Oh, sweet. Hold on, hold on. Let me look. I wouldn't suggest it. Whatever, I'm fine. Um, Requirements for. I think it's 37. I thought it was 35. It's 35. 35, yeah. And must have lived in the United States for at least 14 years. Well, good, you know, good news. I've lived here for at least 15. Three qualifications. Let's go. 35 years of age. Okay. Natural born citizen. Yup. Must have lived in the United States for at least 14 years. Great news. I'm all three of those. Yes. So, uh, vote for me in 2024. Uh, Here's my platform. Uh, 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 ice cream Fridays and free pizza Tuesdays by law. Ice cream Fridays yeah. by law. Yeah, I will roll up in a FEMA van. You're lactose full of, intolerant. Suck it up, yeah, princess. Yeah, you're having ice yeah. cream. Eat it, snowflake. Yep, you know, fuck yep. it. <laughs> you think it's bad now? Wait till pizza Tuesday. Oh yeah, the fuck it's you just cheese said. only. Yeah, cheese, cheese pizza only. only. Right. Extra cheese. Yeah, you know when you're ordering on the Domino's app and uh-huh. you get done. Building your pizza, and it says, "Do you want to cheese it up for two dollars?" Fuck yeah, we're cheesing it up every time. From now on, you know when you do your tax and it says, yeah. "Would you like two dollars to go to this fund?" Cheese it that's up. The cheese it up fund. That's, that's going to be my platform. That's right. Uh, Josh, Josh, twenty twenty four. Cheese it up. That's right. Boom. That's right. It's going to be. You know what? It's going to be. Um, Can I get that uh, on a shirt? <laughs> it's going to be. It's going to be. Uh, um, uh, Malsack and. And Cheetah, Chester Cheetah. Yeah. Because it ain't easy being cheesy. <laughs> my favorite my favorite parody of that is it's a tattoo with an inhaler that says it ain't easy being wheezy. Yes. I'm like, yes. That's what's up. Yep. Okay. And so, I'm going to be the Secretary of Defense. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. I see. Which fence are you going to be? Uh, uh, that def- fence over there. Word. Okay. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, uh, Pizza Tuesdays, Ice Cream Fridays. Uh, and my personal favorite, Hawaiian Shirt Everyday Mandatory. Okay. Sweet. Doesn't matter what your gender is or what gender you feel you so, are. So Gabriel Iglesias is going to be your Secretary of State then. Gabriel, sure. Yeah, because he wears. He does. He wears. He's has some dope ones too. Yeah. Like you know I, why he wears them? Because he's a big dude he's like a big us. Dude, yeah. They're comfortable. I get that. They I breathe. Own I own. I think so, I have like two, maybe. Um, it's, so it's really funny when we have beach days at school. Uh-huh. So I got. Um, you wear had, it. No, I got kind of a reputation for being. Uh, I wear dark pants, dark polo. That's Slimming. It. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm bland. I'm a yeah, bland dresser. I remember one day I walked in and I, I think it was a red shirt. And one of the ladies like, was like, Oh, <laughs> stand back coming down the runway, Mr. L. So on beach day, they were all giving me shit. Like, Oh, let's see if he shows up with a Hawaiian shirt. I have a black and white Hawaiian yes. shirt and I wore it. Yes. I did it the like the worst way possible. <laughs> Dude. And all the ladies said, "Don't get me wrong. Oh. Don't get me wrong. What the? It's frost. How dare you? <laughs> you went through like seven buttons. Whatever. Here we go. So we'll be right back after this uh, break from our. You know what? I don't want. I don't like playing that one. <laughs> we'll get rid of it. We'll yeah. find something that goes. My there. wife is not a fan of that. Color. That's fine. What's this one? I cannot fill your shoes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. you can't. So, <laughs> dude. I uh, I don't know what we're going to do in the next two, three, four years for the next president. Uh, I really hope, here's what I hope. I hope that whatever has damage has been done, we can recover so, far but enough. But here's the question, damage by who? Just by Biden, or do you think Trump did damage? That's the thing. I don't know. Yeah. Because a lot of... You know you're afraid to say. I th- maybe. Maybe he did do a lot of damage. He did. He did. But but I, what we're seeing is we're seeing a, a bigger... 
a bigger effect uh-huh. with with Biden being in office. Well, when when Bush was running for his second term, yeah, the mantra amongst uh, Democrats was anybody but Bush, and it failed. Oh, hardcore. And then, didn't they also try to do the dimpled Jad thing too? Is that when they that's did a that? Whole long. Story. Yeah, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> okay. Um, and then this time around, it was anyone but Trump, and because he's such a polarizing figure, mm-hmm. that that succeeded. But now we're stuck with the guy that wasn't Trump, and really, he is doing so badly at this. He should hope that people don't remember him as President Biden; they remember him as President, not Trump. Because that's what he is. Is that how they're? That is, is that the how he's only rede- it? That is the only redeeming quality he has for the people that voted for him. I'm sorry, right. he's doing very badly. Oh this. God, it's so awful. He's doing very badly. This now is some of it because businesses love a Republican in the in the White House, so they're not working with him. Absolutely, yeah. But it's also on that party to ask. Why don't businesses want to work with us? What's 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 the right? Yeah. I mean, if you look at the speaking of businesses, yeah. I'm sorry to get sidetracked here. Did you see that my former company has been, was bought out this morning? Were they really? They were. Who did yeah. they get bought out by? Mondelez. Do you know who Mondelez I is? I do know. Okay. Who, trust um, me, I worked in I worked in radio have, long enough. Yeah, where yeah, they have they have resisted uh, purchase offers. The the family. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I'll say it now because it's not going to be a private company anymore. I used to work for Cliff Bar. Very briefly, and the 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 guy that owned it mm-hmm. was a very progressive, very hippie employees first kind of and but and when you're in management, it makes it a hard place to work, and had resisted efforts to be bought out by several different Quaker Oats was one of them. Yeah, um, had said over and over, I'm not going to sell. This is you know, and had an awesome employee equity company uh, uh, compensation plan sure. stuff like that. Uh, but they have been. And I know from having worked there, they're having a hell of a time scaling up and running it like a business and being successful. I'm not surprised. And I think ultimately it came down to them saying, we can't, if we want it to be big, we can't. So we can either decide to have a big legacy Mm -hmm. and step back or scale it back down to what it was. And I promise you right now, the facility that they have in Indianapolis in the next 12 months will be closed. Wow. Because they have a plant that was built in the middle of nowhere in another state that is running at half capacity. Yeah. Then there's no reason why they need to keep Indy open. Nope. By the way, um, I was going through uh, an old box of crap and the other day, and I found a fat Elvis. Fat Elvis. A fat Elvis in, oh, in its wrapper. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I looked, and like, I go, here's one that I looked at, I, I opened it up, I, I uh, looked at it, and I said, Okay, let's check that. And I looked at the date. It was out of date. They're they're good for a while. Are they really? Yeah, we've been eating the Z bars, and they've been expired for a couple months. Oh, really? It's a Best Buy date. It's not an expiration. Okay. Date. And I was like, I don't want to risk it, uh, so I tossed it. But those fat Elvis bars. Yeah, and the last guy I knew that that I was cool with at that place quit like two weeks ago, so I can't get anything. You're good. Anymore. No, you're good. I've got. I've actually got the fat Elvis. You put the took the photo of fat Elvis, oh, and yeah. you you cut it out and put it on the no, box. That's right. So I. T- that's what I have somewhere in my uh, on my desk somewhere. Yeah. I've got the um, the money was good, the benefits were good. Yeah, it's, but listen, they weren't. It's a to- it was a toxic work environment. It really was. It, it was. Really was, and and ultimately that's you know, and I'm, I'm if I'm t- if I'm talking out of turn, let me no, know. No, no, but that's ultimately why you left. You know, it's, uh, it's it, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. and it, a there lot of it so, was the work environment. So I got hurt, I got hurt, and then the way they handled that bullshit um, after that 
made it very clear that I had no business there. And because my dad was sick and needed not daily help, but regular help. Yeah. uh, And I was working overnights. My wife and I made the decision. I'm just going to leave. And, and everything that happened after that was, it just like informed me that I had made the exact correct decision. decision, It wasn't, I, you know, I wish I hadn't left the job that I left. They, they had sold me some promises that ended up not coming true <laughs> and then kind of treated me very poorly, t- like to the point to where they were shitting on my resume. They were they were tre- they were treating me in a way that was not commensurate with my experience. Sure. Like, hey, if you're right about who I am as a person, nothing on my resume is true. Right. I didn't I didn't get I didn't achieve any of these things. Yeah. And I just wasn't going to. And if you're, you're in that situation, we had a neighbor, a friend of ours, yeah. yours and mine, that was there that kind of ran into a similar situation. Like, yeah, uh, that, uh, you know, I helped get him a job there. And a week after he joined the team, they, it was a huge board change. They changed the CEO and they changed the structure. Um, the promises that they had made to me about where my future was going, they came and said that ain't going to happen. Wow. Yep. So. You know, I did some stupid thing. So my injury, when I got hurt at work, it was my own fault. I did something I shouldn't have done. But the way they reacted to it was horrible. Yeah. Absolutely horrible. You know, especially when, I mean, I had an opportunity to hide it. No one would have ever known. Right. And, I, I mean, I could still be there. So what that led to now is I have prospects for a good future. Um, not a high paying job, but a really good secure job. Mm-hmm. Recession proof, one of the few recession proof jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's not looking like I'm going to be a teacher this year simply because I don't think I have enough experience on my resume for anyone to trust to hire me. Now, sure. They all scramble right before the beginning of the year because people make last minute decisions and stuff. So like who that. knows? Yep. Um, but I, you know, I can always go back as an assistant and get another year of experience inside of school. On top of that, I just picked up an awesome part-time job that you and I have talked about. But sure. I'm, I'm not talking about publicly. Mm-hmm. I may at some point, but... Stripping is good money. Man, if people... If I was a niche, like if I was something people would pay for, I would do it. I don't yeah. care. I don't care. You don't own my body. You're just renting it. That's right. Listen, at thirty-seven fifty an hour, it's... <clears throat> Let me ask you a question. If someone paid you to strip... You've been paid to use your voice before, right? Yes. So you're, you're being paid to use a part of your body. Mm-hmm. Your dick's just a part of your body. Sure is. And you, you don't give me money to see it? Here you go. The problem is people paying to see that aren't thick on the ground. Yeah. I've looked. I beat the bushes. Literally. Me too. I, what else is there to say? What was the, what was the question? I would, would I do it? Would you do what? No, no, I'm not. I know you would. Of course. Every guy on the face of the planet would. You want to you pay me money to be... People, guys do it for free. Knowing they'll get in trouble doing it. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Free. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like whatever. I don't know. I just, uh, if there's a way for me to make money. Yeah. Now everything is, the problem is now, is that everything is fucking regulated. <laughs> like you can't, here's oh, the thing. The world is less regulated oh as God. far as like sexuality and stuff like that. It's freer than it used to be. I'm not talking about the sexuality aspect of it. I'm talking about the monetary aspect of it. If Only I'm fans. Hold on, hear me out. Okay. So OnlyFans pumps out a 1099. Okay. So pay taxes. Oh my point is is that if I'm gonna do it, uh-huh. fucking give me cash. Okay, so I'm not you, gonna I'm not gonna pay taxes on me stripping. Prostitution. 
technically, if they're are they touching me? That's a good point. Are they are they putting things? But even like, strip, am I putting things in, or are they putting things inside of even, me? No. Yeah, but even like at strip clubs, those those ladies get ten ninety nine. No, not on their cash tips. Well, not on their cash tips. No, but if it's all cash, who? Yeah, you know, yeah. Uncle Sam can suck it. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, if you ever take an Uber and you want to tip your driver, do it in cash, please. They'll thank you for it. Yeah, because they're you know Uber's going to take a piece of that. They don't. No. No. Ooh. Well, you're taxed on it. Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck that. But and you can when, when you go out to eat, when you tip, don't put it on your receipt. Yeah. Give them cash. Because even if they pull it, they split it. Yeah. As a or, delivery or, driver, sorry, I yeah. fucking loved giving getting oh, cash. Oh hell yeah. yeah. And yeah. especially uh, you know the ones that that aren't good at math, like. You know, yeah, it's a $17.95 order. Here's 30 bucks. All right, well, hold on. Let me, no, 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 keep it. Like, hey, man, you're being way more generous right. than you need to be. Yeah, I don't need this $12. No, 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 keep yeah. it. Keep yeah. it. Yeah, that's. Yeah, so, and as as an Uber driver, I had a love-hate relationship with drunks. Yeah. Horrible to deal with. Oh, God. Usually great tippers. Oh, yeah. Because they're not paying attention. Same with DJing. Yeah. You know, like drunk people. Yeah. I have a policy that if you want to touch any part of my equipment on the the DJ stuff, not yeah, my body, yeah. that you're going to uh, have to fight me for it or pay me money. Right. Because if something breaks, yeah. I'm fucked. And I had this guy who was super drunk, and he goes, I just want to sing a song. And I'm like, fuck my life. And, <laughs> and I go, okay. And it's In Living Color, which is a, a country song, you know, uh-huh. uh, um, a country song. And it's oh, a, I, I thought you were talking about Cult of Personality by, by In Living Color. <laughs> oh my God, no. Uh, but it's, it's a decent song. I think it's In Living, whatever, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, um, so As long as it's not pedophile kisses. He's, oh my God, fucker. Dude. You knew what song I was talking about, though. And like. How is that song endearing to people? How is that song not creepy? It's one of the creepiest fucking songs I've ever heard in my life. And here's it. Oh, man. I was going to say, don't sing, sing oh. it. Because everybody listening, even the people that like it, know what song I'm talking about. It's the word, dude. It's yeah. It, that so so that's really my well. There's another song that I've talked about it a million times. The Macarena. Yeah. Why the fuck we play that at weddings? I don't get. Yeah. But oh, because we don't speak Spanish. You know what the song's about. Of course, I know what it's about. <sighs> I speak Spanish. I do. Too. I mean, I don't yeah. speak Spanish, but I know what the yeah. song's about. Yeah. And if people understood, they wouldn't fucking play it. At so if we haven't mentioned it on the show, it's about a woman. Whose husband is away. It's an infidel song about infidelity. Well, yeah, and not just sleeps with his husband's, oh her husband's friends. Two of them. Yeah. It's about. It's the a threesome. Two, the two guys singing are banging their friend's wife <laughs> in that song. So, and and I don't mean. And they're older a, guys in the in the video. It's it's two older guys, Los Del, Del Rios or yeah, whatever. It's yeah. two older gentlemen. Well, and they're singing, they're singing an old, an old. Yeah, it um, is. Mexican song. Yeah, it's a song about a woman. And if you ever go, if you ever go to, um, it's about no. I so I don't want to say that. She is definitely making some bad decisions. Negative decisions. She is. She is a lonely woman, and it's more than anything. It's a message about if you don't take care of your marital responsibilities, Mm -hmm. several other people will for you. Hey, Macarena. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to see. Uh, someone disappointed. Go to a Mexican restaurant mm-hmm. on um, mariachi night. Oh, I love those. And when they ask if you have a recommendation, I'm not going to say Macarena because they will get disappointed, but they'll sing it. Ask for La Bamba. Okay. They just go, 
Uno, dos, tres, and start playing it. <laughs> so the song, uh, uh, my song of choice, mm-hmm. De Calores. It's oh. a child song, yeah, but it's so good. Yeah, uh, for years, and I don't remember what the name of it is, but for years, I had a song stored in my head that was a very um, popular song for ma- for mariachi bands. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is anymore. When I go and I think there's going to be a mariachi band, yeah. I'll actually look it up because watching because I'm a, we're people pleasers. We are. We have to be. Oh God, we are because um, we're ugly, we're stupid, we're not very talented. Yeah. So we have to please people. We do okay. Um, Watching someone's face light up mm-hmm. when you, especially a musician, when you ask them to play something they really want to play yeah. that no gringo ever asks it's for. Dope. Oh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Because you know all of those people in the Mexican restaurant, unless they're actually Mexican people, mm-hmm. or it's white folks yeah. enjoying enjoying yeah. their carne asada. It, and the, 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 honestly, the one that blows me away is um, fajitas. It's not a Mexican dish. No. It was invented here. <laughs> Is like, it, like pizza is not fully an Italian dish. No, it's not. It's not fully an yeah. Italian dish. Well, I mean, you can go to Italy and get awesome oh, traditional pizza. Yeah, you can. But when they, yeah, when they come here, it's like, what the fuck? Especially yeah. if they're in Chicago. Like, get the fuck out of there's here. A, there's a lady on YouTube who's married to an actual Italian. Yeah. I've and she goes, her. hey, we're going to go to Fazoli. Oh, my yeah. God, that poor guy. Yeah. I they really do, feel bad yeah, for him. They, they do a bunch of YouTube shorts. They do. Um, And, yeah, like, do, like she. what's funny is she will learn something that annoys him because it's a cultural difference. Yeah. And as soon as she learns it, then she films it. And that's and, makes me laugh the hardest. Because that's me. I'm that person. And we need to find the, the name of the channel because you need to go check them out. And what's awesome about that channel is he is so sweet yeah. about his anger. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, my angel, why are you doing that? Yeah. Hold on, let me show you. Like, And that, you can like, see his disappointment. One, I remember his mother was visiting once, and the joke was, hey, you know, that... That food that your mom served, it wasn't very good. Oh, no. I didn't really like it. Oh, no. Oh, it's not so good. You eat every bite, but it's not so good. <laughs> Sorry, by the way, it's for horribly racist or... It's fine. Nationalist? What, what, it doesn't Italians matter. Listen, we're Eastern European. It's fine. Yeah, that's right. There's a line that yeah. we can cross. Yeah. And I'm fat. People make fun of me all the time. Yeah. They just don't do it to apparently, my face. Apparently being fat and white is the last bastion of being, so, being insulted. Fat and hillbilly. Fuck. Yeah, fat and southern. Man, we are just... Here's the problem. It, both groups of people are okay with being those things. It's like when... So, we're... we're I don't know why. Whatever's better. Um, it's like you can't call a man something that you can call a woman that will equally offend a man. Like, sure. You know, like you call a woman the C word, she loses her fucking mind. Yeah. Yeah, and and she's yeah. being an extra c word when she is. <laughs> yeah. It's the so this is a Burt Kreischer joke. Full disclosure. Yeah, it's the only word that you can. It's the only name you can call a woman, and she instantly becomes that name. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and there's nothing you can. The dudes don't really care. Yeah, there was a a, a Thirty Rock skit about yes this with um, Monkus and uh, it's uh, the one of them is uh, so he said Fun, fun Dark and Monkus is the, the other one. What's the name of the comedian? Because uh, Josh Friedlander. Yeah, Fried, Friedlander. Judah, Judah Judah Friedlander. Friedlander. Uh, very funny. Comedian, He's not upset. It's John Lutz who's upset at Liz. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. But, okay, but uh, uh, Judah Friedlander comes up with Fun Dark, <laughs> or Fun. It is Fun Dark. Yeah. Um, and then yes. and then Scott Atzit says Monkus. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Scott Atzit, we, he, listen, that show does it. He's so funny in that. He show. is. I, I Although, for my money, the best setting um, Liz Lemon aside, and I can't remember the name of the woman. Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Um, the show doesn't exist without her. But 
Alec Baldwin, what makes me mad and love his character is he distilled down what it's like to be a wealthy conservative yeah. and nailed it. Oh, yeah. And, and nailed it in that the caricature that he um, shows of that um, genre. Yeah. Or not genre, but that personality sure. is exactly what liberals think. Yeah. And sometimes it's right. Sometimes it is. You know, one of the funniest jokes is when Kenneth says, says, uh, I don't matter. It doesn't matter who's on the ballot. Every time I just write the name Jesus. We count those. That's a Republican. We count those. <laughs> God, I've. Uh, this is a great joke. I've been watching that show on and Netflix. And then he killed a guy, by the way. Yeah. He's, he's in the category with Tony Stewart. This is for the crossover. I'm Josh. I'm Mikey. Be good. I'd be good at it. Bye bye.